tune in to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good evening, America. Today is August the 17th, 2014, and my God, am I tired. You know, this was an awesome weekend. There were so many wonderful things that took place. Um, I was in Atlanta having a great time, and while there, I had the pleasure of being a uh, surprise guest host for uh, Celeb Fest in Atlanta, and that was just awesome. I'm telling you, there was. Um, I want to send a special shout out to Pam Panak, my publicist. Um, she definitely uh, made this thing such a wonderful weekend for me. Another shout out to Tony Terry. Uh, I hung out with so many, uh, so many people that it, it was just crazy. I mean, it was just crazy. Uh, my boy uh, Quentin Aaron, the star of the movie The Blind Side, uh, Mr. Danny Glover, just to name a few people. Uh, it was an awesome weekend. Hope you guys had an awesome weekend. Tonight we're going to be talking about something on this program that a lot of us have to struggle with on a day-in and day-out basis, and that's, no, not strangling the person you're in a relationship with, but how do you make a relationship work, and how do you make love last? Um, You know, it's one thing, it's one thing to actually finally find somebody. Then once you find them, you realize, oh, my God, you mean to tell me I actually have to do something after I find this person? Well, duh. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Welcome to the real world, bro. The truth is relationships just do not work on their own. They don't. Uh, making, uh, making love work is one of these things that is not for the faint of heart. You know, I have people come to me, Dr. Young, I'm trying to find a man, or some brother is like, man, you know what, I'm really trying to find the right woman. I'm like, really? Are you sure about that? Because once you do, um, what, you know, what, are the, what are the keys? Are you really thinking that you're going to meet someone else, and because you finally connected with this person, you are finally having um, – Somebody to lay next to, to hold you, somebody to call that you really believe with your little foolish behind that that is actually what is going to make your life work. You think that someone being with you is going to be the key to your happiness? Well, man, let me tell you something. First of all, uh, I got to go back to my girl in my favorite commercial. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works, <laughs> you know. And sister is right. That's not how it works. You know, we look at relationships, 
and we see the fruit of relationships. We see people with these houses. We see them sharing resources and having sex. You got somebody to wake up, you know, and they, your breast stank, their breast stank. Both of y'all just passed gas, and you still kind of go, oh, I love you. That's weird, isn't it? It's something about us, but just pray for us all. But the truth of it is, is we are looking for someone to complete us. And if you are fortunate enough to finally um, get the right person, finally able to get into a situation that breeds connectivity, that's fruitful, that is healthy, that is engaging, you figure, well, you know what? Now that I found love, what am I going to do with it? Well, tonight, that's exactly what we're going to talk about. You found love, all right. You want to know what to do with it? Well, you do not want to miss this show. So I'm going to do, let's do what we always do. It's the top of the hour. Um, I would like for you to get your kids, go get G.I. Joe, Barbie, the bag of nails, the tax, whatever it is that you can occupy your child's time with, get them out the room. This is an adult subject. And especially for those of you that are struggling in a relationship trying to figure out you know, is this the right person for me? Do I really have this connection that I think I have with this individual? So we're going to approach this uh, show in stages. I'm going to attempt even to take some of your phone calls and and taking some of these calls. Don't call, um, mention, do not mention anybody's name because I'm not trying to have you guys get me sued. Second thing, don't call the show taking out your frustrations because you dating somebody. Nobody told you to take that person back in your life. And then the other thing is if you are going to uh, call in, I want you to know millions of people are listening to this show around the world. With that said, let me give a shout-out to my friends over in the United Kingdom. I am getting your emails, and I love you guys. I, uh, I will be in Europe uh, early next year on tour, so let's look. For, I look forward to seeing you guys. I really do. Um, and I also want to send another shout-out to my friends north of the American border in Canada. I, I really am digging the fact that you guys are tuning in, so I want to thank you. And I have not forgotten about you, the Caribbean and the Virgin Islands and Barbados and Australia. Love you. Thank you for uh, being so supportive of this program. But back to this, no matter where you are on the globe, these issues that we're dealing with uh, uh, as it relates to life, to love, and to relationships are not for the faint of heart. We are, uh, we are in such a place with life and with need and with this sense and desire not to be alone this place that we are meandering in and out of right now, it's not somewhere that's going to ha- turn out the way you think. You, and, and, and you're going, what, do, what does Dr. D mean by that? Well, I'm, I'm going to take it there. If you think another person is, suppo- is supposed to complete you, child, you are tripping. In other words, you've lost your damn mind. No one, don't put that responsibility on anyone for your happiness because, being honest, the only person that can truly make you happy is you. All of us want joy. We want love. We want connectivity. We want someone 
that is going to, in essence, bring a sense of transcendence to us. And when we look for this sense of uh, connectivity and we look for these resources to take place and they don't happen, well, you can't blame the other person because, being honest, your happiness is all about you and it starts with you and it begins and it ends with you. For us to have this life that we want to have, before you get in a relationship, you've heard me tell you a million times, you have to first be happy with you. If, you don't, if you're not happy being alone, there's no way in hell you are going to be happy with someone else. It's just simply not possible. Um, and, and when you get two people like <laughs> I, I've had these sisters come to me. Uh, I was doing a lecture to a group of women, but just a group of very lovely women. And they asked the question. They said, well, Dr. Young, uh, you know, I want a man in my life, and I keep getting, you know, I'm looking for somebody that I can grow with, that somebody that can I can relate to and somebody that I can connect with. And I said, well, that's, that sounds pretty good. Why don't you go buy a dog? And the lady started laughing. I said, I'm serious. She said, well, why would you tell me to buy a dog when a dog can't keep me company? I said, well, what you just described is a, is a pet. You want someone that you can rub on when you want to, that you can pet, and that will always just be unconditionally tolerant of whatever you do. That is not real, people. That is not. And then I've heard, I've heard the fellas, and guys, don't, don't get mad at your boy, but I'm just going to keep it real. I've heard guys come to me, and they're like, Doc, man, you know, if I could just find a woman, man, all I want is when I get home, man, I just need somebody, you know, to have a hot meal on the table, man, and, you know, to to just, you know, love on a brother and all this. And, I, and you know what I said? I said, that sounds good, too. However, if you, if that's what you want, why don't you get a maid? <laughs> She'll have a hot meal on the table and, and attend to your needs. You need a housekeeper. You don't need a person. What I'm saying to you, people, is relationships are much deeper than that, so much deeper than that. What I mean by that is this. You cannot find an external solution to an internal problem. It's not going to happen. And if you are going, um, if you're going to go into the deep, and let's say that you are one of the few, the proud, the fortunate few, that you found someone to love, you found someone to share your intimacy with, someone that when you kiss them, when you hold them, there's this oh-wee factor, you know, this wow factor that we're looking to experience. Don't, don't get it twisted. It is not, it, it, it's more to life than just sex, fun, um, hanging out with people, doing things that are creative. All of that stuff is really cool, but at the end of the day, that is not going to work until you reach deeper inside of self and hear what the universe is trying to tell you. And what the universe is simply telling you is love is out here, but you must be mature enough to appreciate what you've gotten yourself into. When, when we get in these relationships, there are people in our lives that um, 
for lack of a better choice of words, they have come into our lives for a reason, a season, or a lesson. And when those people end up on our doorsteps and we wonder, okay, well, why are you here? And we want to make someone that is in our life that is temporary be a permanent fixture, that's, that's not going to work. Or if you are always so focused on people being a permanent fixture, but God has you in a season where not yet. Delayed doesn't mean denied, but this person is meant to be there to comfort you. Possibly to share some intimate moments with you, um, to do some things that make some sense, that will bring some happiness and stop you from being alone. And all of a sudden, you try to make this be something it's not. You just took a season of your life and screwed it totally up. And it's not that this person isn't special. It's not that it's not uh, that this person should isn't part of your landscape. But you're trying to rush the moment. So tonight, we're going to talk about several things from being with Mr. and Mrs. Right now versus Mr. and Mrs. Right. We're going to talk about if you have found your relationship to be that moment. That person and dude has put a ring on it. You, you know, or you're the fellow that you're listening and you're thinking, you know what, I'm about to get on bending knees right now for this girl. I think, you know, she's not like the rest of them. Get your paper and get your pen, take notes. Now, here's rule number one. The first thing is have you talked about your individual dreams? Get a pen, write this stuff down. Get your tablet out, get your iPhone, whatever. Borrow one of your kids' Crayolas and write it on a paper towel. But you need to write this down. Have you said to this other person, this is what I desire? This is what I want. Not what you want with them or from them. This is what I desire. Dr. D, why in the heck should I start with that? The sex was getting good. I'm going to talk myself right up out them panties. You may do that because you probably shouldn't be in them panties if what you desire can't be shared. And ladies, you need to say this too. And I'm not talking about I want you to go buy me a ring. Uh, I need some shoes. Uh, buy me a bag of hair. That is not what I'm talking about, people. What I mean by desire is what that you desire and you want to see happen in the next few months of your life. Now, that could range from anything from going back to school, starting a business. Hell, you just might want to get your bills paid off. But what is it that you desire? And why do you desire it? And share that with this person because some at that point, you may be telling somebody, you know, what I desire is I want to move out in the country and get some pigs and chickens and be like old MacDonald with his farm. And this other person is saying the exact opposite, like, oh, hell no. I'm, I'm thinking about moving and getting a condo downtown. I'm tired of living in the suburbs. These conversations are critical. And the reason that's critical is this. Good relationships don't just fall apart. 
That's not how that happens. What happens with good relationships is that the people never had these quote-unquote tough discussions. They, did, they avoided talking about things that really mattered. So let them know first what are your desires and why do you want what you want because you and another person could want the exact same thing. You could both say, well, I want a condo in the city, and you could go, me too, and you could go, why do you want one? Oh, hell, I'll be closer to the club, girl. Wait a minute. Boo, I don't go to clubs. So now you want to get to an access point that creates a damn problem for me. We want the same thing, and he wants to move closer to the city because he wants to be closer to baby mama, not even the baby, baby mama, so he can keep tabs. I mean, you've got to really have these conversations with people and ask them, you know, what is your heart's desire? So that's number B, to borrow Sister Chapman's name. Who the hell said number B? That is so stupid. Anyway, but number B is asking this other person, what do you desire? Because after you get through telling them what you desire, you need to ask them, what do they desire? Matter of fact, it may not be all that cool for you. They may love what you're talking about, but you may not be feeling what they're talking about. You know, well, I had an idea. I was going to go, I want to be a millionaire. How do you want to be a millionaire? I got this dude that's going to give me a pound of weed. Okay, I hope that ain't the case. But you know what I'm saying? You need to ask someone not only what is their desire and not only why, but now you need to ask, okay, how do you plan to do this? You know, what's your desire? Okay, why is that your desire? This is number three, people. What's your plan? What is your plan? Now, I know a lot of you were thinking, oh, damn, Dr. D, I thought you were going to tell me some stuff about making my love work. I am telling you how to make your love work. I am telling you how to get your relationship out of the dysfunctional zone before it ever ends up there. Those of you that have met this person and you know that you know that you know that you know this may be it. This is exactly what I prayed for and what I asked God for. Well, I'm going to be the first to tell you, be careful what you ask God for because you may mess around and get it. Be very careful. Ask yourself this question, or should I say ask them this question, what's your plan? Do you guys share the same foundation morally? Do you have the same belief and value system? You need to talk about this. Now, here's the next one. Money, 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 money. What about that money? I understand it's not an easy subject to discuss. You better discuss it. Do you plan to save and this person likes to spend? Are you one of these people that you want someone else to support your vision, but you don't want to get off your butt and do the work? What's the view on money? What's your definition of a little bit of money? And what's your definition of a lot of money? Do you think a payday loan is actually income? (laughs) I mean, 
I know that sounds so trite and trifling, but there are people that are stuck on stupid like that for real, though, okay? Some people don't have a fathomable clue about an investment. And what are you investing in? Do you commingle funds? Is it a his and hers pile, or is it an our pile? And if it is an our pile, how do how does that work? How do we look at that? You know, I have um, a very very blessed practice. I have the beauty of working with some couples that I just simply adore. Most of their issues even the ones that deeply love one another, is they don't see money the same way. One person is a saver, the other one's a spender. One person does not want to share their resources and the other one shares. And see, there's this thing, and this is for both genders, male and female. If you're not getting back what you're putting out, that's a problem. And and there's nothing wrong with uh, sharing funds and what have you, but what, there needs to be a purpose for all money. I don't care if you're not doing anything but taking going to Chuck E. Cheese. Why in the hell did you go to Chuck E. Cheese? Could you have used the coupon? I mean, stop and make sure you're on board. And those of you that are putting a ring on it, that are married right now, stop with the secrets. So I think that would be like number number four, right? Full disclosure in a relationship is a must. It is a must. Some of you are so uncomfortable with being transparent, but I'm here to tell you, you have no choice but to be transparent. How can someone get to know your representative and not get to know you? Let people know all of your junk. You know, I've had ladies um, ask me, well, Dr. Young, I've always heard you don't tell a man everything. You better tell him because I guarantee you either your girlfriend is going to tell him or your so-called girlfriend is going to tell him or time is going to tell him or consequences. You're going to go in the right place at the wrong time and bump into that buster that you was messing with. You're going to bump into bro man. You know what I'm saying? Think about what I'm telling you, ladies and fellas. Stop perpetrating. Quit running around. You know that watch you got on is cubic zirconia. You know damn well that that money, that knot you got in your pocket is all owed out. Quit fronting. Let people love you for who you are not because in a committed relationship, I've actually seen this happen. I had a, uh, a, a person say to me, she married a guy. And this guy had told her that he owned real estate and that he owned a company. I had another young lady tell me that this dude told her that he had a certain position with a certain company. And it, none of it's true. Please stop fronting. It, you know, and, and I'll be the first to admit, as a younger man, I had a good hand and didn't even know it. I would get around people and tell them I'm doing this and doing that. Now, these are the things that now in real life I am doing. But my stupidity was I had the gift on my life to do the things I'm doing now back then. And I probably would have gotten there much faster had I been humble and transparent. So I'm saying this to both sexes. 
be transparent. Don't hesitate to let someone know that, you know what, I'm a student. I don't have my credit score. What score? If my, if they were giving me a score, this would be a shutout. You know, tell the truth that your credit's jacked up. Don't tell somebody, well, I got $5,000 in the savings account, and you don't even have a savings account. Stop lying. Be honest about who you are and who you are not. Next thing, talk about sex. Oh, yeah, you already knew I was going to go ahead. That's why I told you to get Junior and them out the room Go, hey, take that baby doll, baby. You go back at, go back in there, pet the dog, do something. But here, here's the truth. When you are about to get into an intimate relationship or, or even a slightly intimate relationship, whatever the hell slightly is, um, talk about what do you like. And those of you that are already committed, now, and, and don't, I'm, I'm going to tell you now, don't write me, you should not be having sex before you get married. You probably shouldn't. I am. I ain't going to lie. I am not going to go and get in a serious relationship with nobody, and I don't know what they're working with. You know what I'm saying? And ladies, I'm telling you, I don't care how much you pray, his penis will not get bigger. I don't care, fellas, how much you pray. She, if she doesn't like sex that much, she is not going to change. I don't care what you do to her. You can slap it, flip it, rub it down, kiss it, whatever. She's not going to change. You must be very honest about your sexuality. And for you nasty folks that's by down low and all that, y'all need to go pick a side and get on it. But I'm, oh Lord, I was in Atlanta, but I'm not going to go there. This, this is that's another show. Um, but when it comes to sex. What I want you to do is right now while you got that pen and paper, write down what is it that you like to do to someone else. Please, if you're writing something weird down, hide that paper so your children don't find it. Your baby will be like, Mama, what does this mean, tie him up and spank him? What? You know, so let's, if, you, if your sex life involves a mask, especially tear that paper up after the show. But the thing is, what is it that you like to do to other people? Write that down. Next, what do you like having done to you? I know some of you freaks out there now that, oh, hell, see, this is what I'm talking about. This, let me tell you, sex is like one-eighth of a relationship. So if you could get all of the sex perfect, what I'm going to be talking about in the second half of the show, if you don't get that right, I don't care how good the sex is, it will not work, okay? So what is it that you like to do? First, what you like to do to other people, because the person you're with may be like, you know what, uh-uh, you ain't sticking nothing in me right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, you, you're a man dating a woman that wants to put on a strap on and tell you to wear a wig or something, bro. You know, boo, you might want to ask him about that. You know what I'm saying? Or you the type brother that uh, you want someone to TT on you, you nasty rascal, you. But, you know, there, a lot of us are freaks. Uh, you know, there's a lot of freaks out here. And you need to, and if you are a freak, you really need to tell somebody, you know what, I know that during the day I'm a police officer, but I like being handcuffed. Or, you know, during the day I'm a school teacher, but I've been a naughty girl at night. You know, would you take the rule and spank me? I mean, you need to tell people this is what you like to do and what you like to do to them. And then when you look at what you like having done to you, you need to have – don't do this conversation via text message, y'all. <laughs> this is a face-to-face -face thing. 
and pay attention to someone's reaction. If they kind of look at you like, no, you didn't just ask me to do that. <laughs> you know, you may have a problem. It's never going to change. If you like oral sex and your partner is like they'll do it but they don't really like it, uh, that's a relationship you don't need. I'm going to warn you right now. You know, it's relation. if you like anal sex and you're per- and the person you're dating is like, I am not doing that, okay, that, that ain't going to work either. If people must be on board with what you like doing from day one. If they're not on board with it, I don't care. You can't keep drinking Patron to have sex or, or, or Ciroc, you know, and, and being honest, if you're the person that is always giving up who you are to make someone else happy, I can tell you this too. That ain't going to work because I've had women uh, figure, well, he is my husband. Uh, he is my fiance. Boo, you don't like it. Why do it? Because sooner or later, you you can't just keep kind of going through motions and not being gratified yourself. Now, continuing on, as a matter of fact, here's the deal. Since I'm talking about blowing your mind, I'm going to play something off the Black and White Project by my boy King Malachi and Dionysus. Uh, I love this track. We're going to do this. Keep the pen and paper handy. Go get your girlfriend. If they don't have a computer, tell them to call 646-478-5610. They can listen to the show by phone. 646-478-5610. A little later in the show, I'm also going to be taking calls, all right? I'm going to play this track. We'll be right back talking about the things in the bedroom you need to know to make sure that your love will last. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. Bond. Search for true love that was real. 
Then you came along and maybe it shot be this Grateful for the love it brought to me, honey. Can't you see? I feel good knowing my love, lady. You make me feel good like a Friday. You open my heart. You found a place to like to dress up like your auntie. No, I hope you don't. But you you know what I'm saying. Make sure 
that people know the truth. Don't be saying, this is really my hair. You know damn well that ain't your hair. Just because you bought it, it makes you the owner of the hair, but that is not your hair, boo. Silky number six is not you. You got nappy number two. You feeling me? So let's be really honest. But going further into the sex conversation, I said the first thing that you need to tell someone is this is what I like to do. And always tell them what you like to do to people. You know, this is what I like to do to you. This is what I like to do to whatever it is that's your gender preference. So, you know, just be honest. Be real about it. And then ask them, how, how do you feel about that? And listen, I'm going to tell you something. People are more truthful than you probably want them to ever be. If you are a person, and you don't like intimacy, you know, you don't, sex is not that big of a deal with you, and you get with somebody that's freaky, y'all are just going to make each other miserable because one of you is going to be sitting over there frustrated, and the other one is going to be talking about, why are you bother me? And you're going to be over there talking about, just be still. Just be still. Where in the hell does that come from in the bedroom anyway? Somebody tells me, be still. Never mind. But the truth is, you may need to make sure that you are on the same page because if you're not on the same page, Houston, you have a problem. You have a problem. You feel me? Second thing, be very uh, transparent about the extent to which you want something. And, fellas, stop lying. Talking about I can go all night. I'm going to do this. I can rock it like that. You lying. Stop lying. Quit it. That's not nice. Tell somebody, you know what, I'm going to be honest with you, baby. I really want to have a wild, passionate three minutes of sex. (laughs) You you get me? You have to tell the truth about this. The other thing, when you're looking at the person that is the object of your desire, I strongly advocate that you look at them and ask yourself, is this really what I want? especially those of you that have put a ring on it or you're thinking about marriage or, hell, you may have already got drunk one night and went to Vegas and got married, whatever. Ask us, when you look at them, if you know that you really prefer a dwarf and you married an NBA player, that ain't going to work for you. You need somebody cuddly and little so that you, when you're in the bed, you can feel his feet rubbing your thighs while he has his arm reached up around your neck. You know what I'm saying? Get what it is that you really want in someone. And, and ladies, I'm going to tell you something. Um, men lie a lot. <laughs> they do. We some hoes. We can be hoes. And, and well, okay, ladies, before you start getting the amen corner started, y'all can be too. But the truth of it is, don't settle. If you know you like petite women and you got you a fluffy girl because she lets you use her car, your sorry butt needs to go buy you a bus pass and quit taking advantage of that sweet woman. There's a man out there that will love that fluffy girl. But you are blocking her from the man she ought to have, and your sorry butt needs to get a car and a job and stop using folk. And then a lot of you too, ladies, you know, you guys have your first and 15th man. You don't like him, but around the 28th, the 29th, he gets somewhat attractive. 
Uh, after about the second or the third, you don't have any use for them until the 14th, 13th, then around the 17th, you don't have any use for them. Well, while you're doing all of that, you could have got your GED or your, your certificate or whatever the hell and made something out of yourself and had a man that was willing to believe in you for what you aren't. You don't have to keep trying to play like and and uh, validate your lifestyle at someone else's expense. That is just so not cool. You feel me? Now, let's let's take this deeper. The spiritual aspect of a relationship is crucial. Don't confuse spiritual with religious, because there are a lot of folks run going to these churches looking for a husband or a wife. And so, brothers, um, quit flashing how much you pay in tithes. Ladies, quit going there looking for a husband. A church is a spiritual hospital. You're going to wind up taking one of these vexed fools home with you wishing that you had not done that. So please, if you go to church, go to worship God. However, if you actually have a good relationship and you just met Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright, ask them, tell me your views on spirituality. What is your view on religion? Do you believe uh, in sacrificing a chicken to remove sin? If the brother says that, you might want to start running. But, but the truth of it is there are people that practice belief systems that, you, you know, you walk in and the dude got this black robe on and a goat head and a pentagram. That You might want to, like, unless you also worship Satan, y'all might not want to be together. You feel me? You cannot keep playing with your relationships and your time, because time is something you're not going to get back. Now, here's another tip for making your love work. So I've given you a lot. If you missed this, it's all good. Stick to the agreements that you make with people. People need to know that they can count on you when the chips are down. If you don't do that, Especially, fellas, let me tell you, and ladies, I'm going to say this to you too. A lot of people have had so many people disappoint them that you may not even mean to disappoint them, but you just kind of made a mistake, you, you know, or you get so caught up in your work that you let time fly. A relationship isn't something that you get into unless you're ready to be in it. People ask me constantly in interviews, Dr. D, you're single. I mean, you're a relationship expert. Why in the hell are you single? Hell, that's why I got enough sense to know I am not going to go tell some dear woman, you know what, I want to be your man, and I know damn well that my practice comes first. I know damn well I am not willing to be telling nobody where I've been and what time I'm coming back. I'm going to come back when I feel like coming back, and I'm going to leave when I feel like leaving. Well, if that is my attitude, do I really need to subject someone to that? Because it's not even being selfish. It's just me being me. And, and being honest, America, you know, Canada, UK, all these guys around the world that write me these hundreds of letters every week, and I, I thank you for it. But if I were in somebody's man or engaged or married right now, you would not be getting those letters answered because I'd be with my fiancé or my wife. I wouldn't be writing y'all back. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't have the time. I would not be working 12 and 13-hour days every day, which I do. You know, just I'll give an example. 
And the last 24-hour period, I co-hosted a show for the Atlanta Celebrity Fest. I spoke at, an, at a function this morning for Danny Glover. I flew from Atlanta to Houston. Now I'm doing this radio show. I mean, this is just a typical day for me, a typical day. So you could imagine if I oh and I, oh yeah and I talked to a couple of clients in there too so and a meeting on the phone forgot about that you cannot get into a relationship until you are ready to put this other person's needs before this kind of stuff and if you're still out of here trying to grind trying to build your brand trying to get your money I'm not gonna say you can't do it and I'm not gonna but I am gonna tell you this. Relationships require commitment, and they require work. And if you're not willing to put this other person first before your other stuff, you need to just date them. Yeah, you can date people. You know, I date. I'm not gay, hell. I can, you know, and I'm not knocking people that are gay. But the point I'm making is that if you just date, and you can go to movies and have dinner. You can even have a good sex life with somebody that matters to you. So, and it's not a jump off. It doesn't mean that you have uh, a commitment. You may be a commitment for whatever your deal is as your business, but let the other person know the truth because if they're thinking that, you know what, they're all in love and you're a man and you like, boo, I'm dating you, you might want to clarify that. Or if this dude is like thinking, you know what, you my woman, and you're like, uh, well, I'm not your woman. I like what you're working with. I like the fact you take me out to eat, but I date two other guys. I mean, tell people a damn truth. And if you don't want to say that, just at least have the decency to say, you know what, I'm not ready to be in a committed relationship yet, or I'm just dating. I like dating you. And, you know, I'm going to urge people to understand it's nothing wrong with dating. Nothing. So don't jump into commitment before you're ready to be committed is what I'm telling you. And you can date one person. You you know, you can date one person, have sex with one person, and still have your male, female friends. But I am going to tell you this. The minute that you tell someone, I love you, you're my woman, you're my man, you might want to have a very clear discussion about what that means. A very clear discussion. Not one based on assumption. Not one based on, oh, hell, I thought you knew that. You know, the hell, I didn't nobody know that. So ask these questions. My producers are telling me, Doc, the phone lines are lit up. Okay, let's do this. If you press one, unpress it, but and and clear the queue. If you have a question, real quick, before I go into this next little segment, just do it now. It's six four six four seven eight fifty six ten. If you're listening by radio, you can I'm, uh, by internet. You can definitely call in. I think that's in America. If uh, not, uh, I think I don't, I'm not sure about the chat room thing. Or you could probably send a message via Facebook. I have people monitoring all that stuff right now, but. Uh, 646-478-5610, press the number one, and we'll try to take your call, and you will be live on air. I will call out your area code and the last three digits of your phone number, okay? Now, back to what I was saying. As we make this decision and say, okay, you know what? I finally got this person that matters to me. I'm, you know, I really care about them. I think this may be the one. 
Ladies, if that's a man you're dealing with, don't scare the hell out of that man and run him off and tell him that mess. <laughs> I'm serious. Because a lot of brothers, when we are ready to step the game over with you, we'll tell you. Don't go start saying, well, you know, Tyrone, I love you, and you're the only one, and I want to be your baby mom. Don't you tell no man no mess like that. And, fellas, if you are going to tell a woman, you know what, baby, I love you, and you better mean that. Because you don't know when women have been hurt, taken advantage of, mistreated. So if you don't mean I love you, don't say I love you. If you're not really committed, don't play like you're committed. You don't have to. If anything, you will take something that probably was going to turn out to be really beautiful and screw it all up. Now, ladies, here's some tricks I'm going to give you to get a man that you're interested in to kind of like really take you serious. The first one. Men do not like to be worried, so don't worry the brother. I guarantee you. You want to run a man off, get in his face, waving your finger, get in his face, talking noise, and whatever you do, get your emotions under control. You can't be calling. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make this up. So if anybody says that you told me something like this, I'm making this up. I don't want any letters. But let's say you're the type of woman that you get mad, and all of a sudden you want to hit your man or you want to call the police and you're dealing with a man that's trying to do something creative with his life or something, you know, if he's a minority, a Hispanic, a black man or whatever, don't do that mess. You're going to ruin this brother's life because just because the case didn't go to a trial, if he got arrested or something stupid happened because y'all were having a damn moment, that is still part of the record. And uh, and depending on how good someone's access is to information, they can find that out, okay? The next thing, if you want your marriage or your relationship to last, stop blaming the other person for stuff that you do. Take responsibility for your actions. Here's what I mean. Let's say, for instance, you know that your butt is temperamental. You know that you have, let's just say, a hair trigger temper. By hair trigger, I mean that you ain't the one. You just ain't the damn one. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. How can someone love you if you are always snapping for less of a reason? How can someone trust you and be intimate with you? Your mood changes who you are. You can't be a person that one minute you walking around the house um, singing, yes, Jesus loves me, and the next minute you acting like the devil is your friend. Them two things don't go together. Like my friend says on the commercial, that's not how this works. That's not how that works. Be consistent in your dealings with other people, and do not be scared to get some help. You know, I, I've, been, I've been so fortunate when I have couples come to me. You know, my success rate in working with relationships is in the 90s, and I've had some people that were in a relationship that was not meant to last for no damn 20 years. It was a season. And when that season was over, let that person go because all you're doing is blocking your blessing. But the other side of it is, let's say the relationship's not over. Let's say, for instance, that you are just going through some phases and you know you love this person. 
That's why people like me exist. I'm an expert at this. I do, while y'all are asleep, I'm up reading books on how to understand personality type and how to communicate better and, you know, how to deal with issues that happen from childhood because some of us are walking around punishing other people right now because of something your nasty-ass uncle did to you when you was little or because you got some – and keep – and oh, God, let me just emphasize this. Stop putting on a show for folks. Quit allowing other people to be in your business because you are trying to impress mama and them, your friends. You have everyone paying attention to what's going on with you and your significant other but you. Who is that fair to people? I mean, just being honest, is it fair? And I want you to listen to this. Please listen to this. When you call your mama, you call your brother, sister, aunt, and tell them, you know what, Raymond getting on my damn nerves and all that, and then your mother or your brother or sister sees Raymond and wants to whoop his behind, you did that. You and Raymond are back cool, but now your relatives are looking at Raymond some kind of way. You did that. Keep people out your business. And, and those of you that are married, I'm, I'm going to just say this to my married couples. You know, I know out of millions of people listening to this program right now, I know at least a couple hundred thousand of you guys are married right now, okay? You married people, let me say this to you. If you have children and you are acting a damn fool in front of your child, stop it. And just because you met, well, I'm grown. If you've grown wild, act like a grown-up. Act like an adult. Do you realize you are psychologically damaging your children? And I'm going to really say this. If they're stepchildren, they've already been damaged once. Why would you be so damn immature and selfish that you are going to further damage a kid? What the hell is wrong with you? you? Don't do it. You and your mate need to get a rule, and I'm going to tell you, this is especially true for you guys that are getting engaged, that have gotten engaged, or getting married. If you can't solve the discussion in 20 minutes, just table it and talk about it later. And, and another thing I'm going to tell you, when it's time to talk, do not raise your voice. Did you, and I'm going to tell you this is why. All human beings have a limbic system in the brain. I know somebody just said, he ain't got no brain. Yes, he does. Anyway, you have a limbic system, and you go into fight or flight mode when certain things threaten you. So, men, when you raise your voice at your woman and she slaps the shit out of you, don't get mad. And, ladies, I'm going to warn you. You know, and I'm not saying I hate domestic violence. Shouldn't No adult should put their hands on another adult. But Rihanna hit Chris Brown three or four times. Both of them should have got arrested, and they didn't even – but look at, look at this. Look at what happened to careers when you can't control your temper. So what you have to do is lower your voice. Don't raise your voice. Set a time limit when you have to discuss things that aren't fun to talk about. And, and I'm going to tell you this. If you keep having a conversation come up over and over again, there's something wrong with one of y'all or both of y'all, and you probably need to call me and Jesus, but call, you need help. 
You have to realize that any problem that keeps resurfacing over and over and over is a sign that you are psychologically not wrapped tight. And some of you have the gall to say, I don't need to go get no counselor. You're the first one that needs to go, boo. You need help. Stop acting like, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I, you guys have heard me say all these times, my mother died. I lost, everything was embezzled. I had to start over. And I just figured, you know what, I'll deal with it. I'm a man. You know, I'm a man. That was my, that's my thing. I'm a man. I, hell, there was a lady named Karen that was my clinician or therapist, if you want to use that term. And just being able to go and talk to someone, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Don't let brothers Cantaloupe and Sister Watermelon up at the church counsel you because if they haven't been tra- trained, and even if they do have an LPC, LCFW, PhD, whatever, you better make sure you're careful about who you let up inside your head because they may bring their junk to your party. What I mean by that is don't go see a, a clinician or a life coach or a therapist and they more jacked up than you are. You know what I'm saying? And here are the signs, people, when they immediately start siding with everything you say. And they never say, well, what about, have you ever thought about or you can't do that. In other words, challenge, think right now. When I put up the uh, promotion for this show, one of the things, I can't remember exactly what it said, but basically it points to this. If you don't change, how do you expect things to change? Really? I mean, seriously. How is it that you think that by doing the same stupid mess you did last week, things are going to get better? They're not. You can't keep blowing up at people, snatching folks' car keys, pushing people. And and being honest, I'm going to say this to you ladies and to you men. If you're dealing with someone that when you say to them, you know what, I don't want to argue, I just need some space, and they try to block you from it, you're dealing with a control freak and they need help. Or, now hang on before you start raising your your horn, or... If you always want to run away and don't want to talk about a problem, now let me get to the middle because there is a middle. The middle is the people I like to have argument marathons. And what I mean by that is people that just, they want to, okay, we need to talk, and it's an hour and a half later and you still need to talk. Let me tell you something. That is craziness. You do, there's nothing that requires an hour. Hell, Obama don't meet with people for an hour and a half. You know what I mean? You're not at DEFCON 4, people. Stop and realize that sometimes the best thing is to just separate, go outside, go play solitaire, Taipei. I'm not, and, you know, don't go smoke no joint and have a drink. I mean, if you just got to, that's you, but that's not going to help anything. Truth is, just be quiet and then get your pen and paper out. Write down. What are we all fighting about? And write it down. And then write down, okay, what's my side? And what's their side? And if you have any sense whatsoever, you will look at that and quickly come to the conclusion that, you know what, they're right and they're wrong. You're right and you're wrong. The goal is not to win an argument, people. The goal is to respect and understand where the other person is coming from. All these other things you do, 
yelling, raising your voice. Instant no-no. You're wrong. Stop that. If you want someone to hear you, what did I just say a minute ago? Lower your voice. Don't raise it. Second thing I just said, it does not take more than 20 minutes to rationally discuss a problem. And, And being honest with you, if you are in a new relationship, or let's say you're in a marriage that's 10 or 15 years old, 8 years old, 5 years old, 3 years old, write down your issue. And write down, you remember I said at the beginning of the show, and if you guys are just tuning in, um, make sure you go back and listen to the show. All of these programs are archived, so you can always just listen to them whenever you want to. But go back and listen to the show. And the thing I said at the beginning is very important in a new relationship. And, and for you to realize that even in an old relationship, the person you married is not the same person. Every six months to a year, people change. And every three to five years, they have a total paradigm shift if they're growing. Because if your ass is the same way you were three to five years ago, you need to grow the hell up, okay? But here's the truth. Sit back and write it out and write down, you know what, this is what I desire. When I act like blank, and I hope you're not throwing stuff and breaking it and yelling and cussing in front of kids, but when I, just just let's call it what it is, when I act like I've lost my damn mind, because that's what you're doing, it is because. Now, you are not writing this to justify that you're crazy. Because some of you should be writing this out and ball up the doggone paper by the time you get to number three or four and realize, you know what, I am really tripping, <laughs> you know, and you need, and it's not okay. It is not okay for you to say, well, because I've been doing it, I, I'm going to keep doing it. It is not okay. But write it down and say, you know, this is what I desire, and this is why I react to you the way that I do. And if you really want to act like you're an adult, write down, if you did this, it would help me. Now, while all of that's being said, I'm going to say this to you. Read that paper before you give it to them and ask yourself, well, is there a point in what I desire and how I react and what I need from you, that you could take the other person out the equation. And an example is if you said, well, you know, I raise my voice because I don't feel heard. Well, maybe you could actually look back at this situation and say to yourself, you know, maybe I shouldn't be raising my voice. I just listened to Dr. Deese tell me that raising my voice is not helping, and I would be more effective if I would calm down and talk in a calm, rational tone. See what I'm getting at? Another thing is if you write on the paper and you say, well, I wouldn't leave if you didn't get on my nerves, and you stop and think, well, have you ever stayed long enough to deal with the problem? Is any? I hope this is making sense. Now, again, I'm going to give this number out, 646-478-5610, 646-478-5610. If you have a question, uh, save yourself to $200, $300 an hour that I charge or any good clinician will charge you because most good clinicians do not take insurance because they just don't. You know, we'll write you a letter, you get reimbursed. But right now you can get this question answered for free, but you don't give the person's name you're talking about. You know, have some respect. Push one if you have a question. Now, <laughs> going further with this thing, 
also, and, and moving toward closure, to make your relationship last, you've got to build something together. You know, one of the projects that I give young couples that come to that have the sense to come to me before they get married or shortly after they got married, I tell them you need to have a mutual hobby that neither one of you is familiar with. In other words, dude, if you play golf, don't go tell your woman we're going to start playing golf. That is not – that's you. You're trying to suck somebody into your junk. Find something like ballroom dancing, line dancing, learn a foreign language, uh, I'm not going to tell y'all to go to no gun range or no archery range. Next thing you know, somebody's going to come to your house and you got somebody looking like they've been playing cowboys and Indian and you the Indian, so we're not going to do that. But find something that is enriching that will benefit you as an individual that, you know, like dancing. Go go and do uh, – I have a friend that owns uh, – I, I cannot think of the name of it, and they would kill me. But uh, that own, they own dance studios and, uh, you know, all of these workout programs. But you can go and do these activities that neither one of you are familiar with, and that will cause you to bond, painting classes, uh, take a vacation. Go get in a boot camp together. Just little bitty Zumba. That's what I was thinking about. You guys can go take Zumba. That's for guys and women, and you get through looking at each other, cha-cha-cha, and looking all sexy. Something may get started when you get back to the crib. But do things that cause you to grow together, not apart. And last but not least, because my producer going, doc, doc, you're going over. Okay, it's my show. I'll go over. Um, the last, next to last thing, pray together. Pray to and for each other. Pray that God show you what's wrong with you. Don't be like, Lord, change this food. Please make this Negro a better man. You know, I'm not. No. Pray for God to help you to be a better person. And pray with one another. If you have children, pray that your dysfunctional behavior ain't screwing up your kids. Pray that you can have a forgiving heart for the cruel things that have been said to you or the things that you've probably said to someone. And last but not least, because they're, they're telling me that, Doc, you, you, we got to get out of here, so I want to tell you this. Don't be afraid to write me a letter, and you can write that letter right to me on Facebook. While you're there, hit the follow button or the like button. It's D. Ivan Young. My name is not Ivan. It's Yvonne, but it's spelled like Ivan. So D space I-V-A-N space Y-U-N-G. And I'll try to answer your questions. Now, I am not fixing to sit up and babysit you. If that's the case, I have programs that we that you can sign up for to help you better communicate. But make sure that you do that. And above all, give love a chance. Love is not a state of um, a little emotions and giddy feelings and butterflies. You probably may just have gas, okay? But real love is the decision that you make to sincerely and authentically care about someone else as much as you do yourself. And if you're not ready to be in a committed relationship, enjoy dating each other. Because, ladies and gentlemen, do you want someone that ended up with you? Or do you want someone that discovered that nobody could make them feel better than you? No one 
touch them the way you did. And quit thinking that time is a factor. What matters is when God gives you a sense of clarity about yourself and others, that's when you know that you have the love of your life. Anyway, that's how you make love work. This is Dr. D. Yvonne Young, and I have to tell you, I love you madly. And Atlanta, thank you. I had a blast this weekend. And to my boys, the Jacksons, Jermaine, if you're listening to the program and you probably are, uh, Tito, Jackie, Marlon, man, I, it was a blast checking you guys out. Uh, it, I had an awesome time, Atlanta. I love you guys. Thanks, Pound Panaki, an awesome publicist. Have a great week. Talk to you at lunchtime on Wednesday. This is Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Love you, Madeline. Bye now. <laughs>